Welcome, everybody, to episode 394 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Will. So today's topic uh, is not going to be about the uh, Anthem beta like I had initially planned. Um, I know Eric tried to play it over the weekend, but it kept crashing on him, so he didn't end up getting to play it. I didn't play any more of it. Uh, it's been a, been a busy week. Uh, I didn't know what we were going to do for an episode this week. Uh, I had thought about just coming in and having me and Will wing it at the last minute, but... Uh, ultimately I decided, uh, since it actually came up in conversation, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, uh, I, I figured we would go back and revisit our old thummies awards, uh, give credit to some of those games that we talked about since the beginning of the episode, the podcast. I don't know how long this is going to take, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll chat about some of the, some of the past winners and whether or not we would go back and change things, I guess. Um, so that's going to be the main topic. Will, do you have anything you want to tease? Yeah, uh, man, I've played... We'll talk about Wargroove a little bit. It'll be just first impressions of Wargroove, though. Yep. It won't be anything anything too crazy. Yeah, um, next week's episode is going to be Wargroove. I said that before we started the episode, but uh, come hell or high water, it'll be next week's episode. Mm-hmm. So that um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, um, Assassin's Creed Origins, throwing it back a little bit there, some Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, i trying to think of what else here probably some smash i don't know if we talked about the piranha plant and last i've got a show that i'm going to talk about for our week so. oh nice yeah i actually watched a couple movies did you yeah dan since Corey and eric have left the podcast we have become more more willing to consume different medias because i'm watching more tv and movies and sorry you yeah we, we never did that the only reason i'm watching more movies is because of the kids yeah it's well one's a kid's movie and and the others um a movie that my oldest has wanted to see for a while so okay um, i'll talk about which ones uh during my week um yeah i'll also talk probably i don't know that i played that much uh kingdom hearts we are going to do an episode on kingdom hearts maybe the week after next uh depending i guess yeah it's fine with me we'll i'm see, gonna we'll need your help talking go. about it so <laughs> yeah it's pretty confusing <laughs> to say the least so yeah uh that's all we have to tease for later on the episode. Uh, let's get going here. So, Thummies. So, the actual Thummies Awards didn't start until 2012, I don't believe. 2011. So our yeah, our second year. 2011. Uh, I think we just. I, Corey, and Corey has a better idea because he always went back and listened to these. But. Because uh, I'm actually looking at his Thummies Master Doc, which is actually really well done. I know I. I teased him a little bit for it being confusing, but it's actually not. It just uh, it's easier to read on a bigger screen. I was trying to look at it on my on my Chromebook, which mm. was not ideal because it's a it's a pretty big document size wise. Uh, it's it's pretty well done. So Corey, I applaud you. I know you'll listen to this tomorrow, but ni- nice work. Uh, I'll have to see if I can plug in this year's thummies uh, eventually. I actually owe an apology to Corey, too, later. So. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, so, yeah, for the first year, the the only thing we have listed, we talked about best shooters that I can see on here. And it's only me, Will, and Eric. Corey didn't apparently list a best shooter. He probably so, didn't play any. Yeah, maybe not. 
Uh, so I picked Gears of War 3 that year, and both Will and Eric picked Battlefield 3 for their best shooter. Now, some of these ca- some of these categories, too, are are gone, and we've obviously added new categories that, that we might not have awards for back in the day. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's what we have to work with. So, all right. So yeah, that was uh, outside of that. I don't know what else we talked about for the 2011, I guess, Game of the Year awards. Um, yeah, I want to say I remember Eric and I doing some stuff for 2011. Yeah, other that, than that, I can't remember. That was um, the first year we started the the podcast too. So it was only. Um, stuff for that year, but also we we uh, had only been doing this for it was episode twenty four, so we'd only been doing it for uh, about five or six months. All right, so two thousand twelve, I believe, was the first year we did the actual thummies thummies awards. Uh, thanks again to Ken Maney for for the uh, idea for thummies, which makes, yeah, makes right. total sense. He's the one that came up with that, so. Uh, so yeah, uh, we've got, I don't think the overall winners are listed. Doesn't look like, um, so best co-op multiplayer. Oh, uh, maybe the, they're under Corey section or the, the ranking. So best co-op multiplayer went to Guild Wars 2. Uh, I don't know if you remember back in the day when me and Corey, you know, during what we, pl- I don't know if he, we even, even the segments were the same, but I know we talked about Guild Wars 2 for a long time. How could I forget? Yeah, and that was when our episodes were also a lot longer. I and... just remember Eric and I tuning out for yeah. the Guild Wars talk. Yep, because I, I played that game religiously for a long, for probably two years um, after it <laughs> came out. So uh, there was a lot of Guild Wars 2 talk. And then Tekken Tag Tournament 2 was, was after that. So, I'm surprised uh, Tekken Tag Tournament. Yeah, well, some of these games, I'm like, wow, oh man, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, best competitive multiplayer, we had Halo Four as the winner, uh, and then Guild Wars Two was number two. Okay, uh, World versus World. Yeah, um, and then starting next, yeah, uh, well, they also had a ranked PvP mode, not just World versus World, but That's an right, actual yeah. was it. Was it 4v4, maybe, or 6v6? Uh, best handheld and mobile game, or and or mobile game, goes to PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. Remember that game? Who that gave was, it that? I don't know, but that was that was PlayStation's Smash, basically. I want to Who played it? it was like, uh, It was probably Corey. I think Corey played it, actually, now that I think about it. it but it... But, I mean, it would have been on the Vita, right? I mean, Eric was wasn't Eric the only one that had a Vita? I had one, but I don't think I ever owned it. Well, let's look up PlayStation PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale and see what was even on. I don't think it I was think, was it. It was on the PS3, but what, did it also have like a mobile port? I think it did. Okay, so that would have been that. But I, from what I remember, that game's not very good. I know there's a Big Daddy in there. Yeah, which is kind of cool. I think that was maybe part of the... Actually, you know what? Maybe I did own this game. Yeah, I mean, I, I never would have thought of that game ever again if I hadn't looked at this document, <laughs> which is why I wanted to do this episode. 
completely uh, forgot that even existed. Uh, Paper Mario Sticker Star was next on the list, and then Face Raiders, which was on 3DS. I don't know that I ever played that. That had to be a joke. (laughs) Maybe. There's no way. Oh, you know what? I think that was me. Okay, Face Raiders. Giving Face Raiders the the plug. Nice. (laughs) Uh, Most welcome surprise. Uh, Thomas Was Alone was the top top choice that year. Uh, Far Cry 3 was next on the list, and then The Walking Dead. Um, throwing yeah. throwing it back here, uh, that year's uh, 2012's E3, uh, <laughs> we made quite a bit of fun of Far Cry Three and how ridiculous it looked. Yeah, we did. That's right. And it turned, it turned out, out to be one of our favorite. Yes, it turned it out turned out to be an awesome game, and we we uh, ate our words later after we all ended up playing it and really liking it. To be fair, I remember that trailer being pretty stupid. It was ridiculous. It was also. It the the trailer that they showed at E three didn't do a good because jo- I wasn't familiar with the series. Yeah, um, it didn't do a good enough job explaining everything that there was to do in the game. It just looked like a a shooter. You know, I, I had yeah. no idea how open world it was going to be, how much you could control all the different vehicles and stuff. Yeah, um, I wasn't used to playing a game like that, so uh, ended up ended up being uh, quite a quite a pleasant surprise. Uh, I love it when we eat our words. Yep. <laughs> At least we can admit when we're wrong and we don't, you know. It's true. We usually, are... f- usually fight it to the death. We're usually not afraid to admit we're wrong. Yeah. Um, Far Cry 3 and then The Walking Dead was, was the next one. Must have been season one. Yeah, I think Corey then? and I played that and loved it. Yeah. Uh, Guilty Pleasure game was Final Fantasy XIII 2 and Xenoblade Chronicles. I don't know why that would be a Guilty Pleasure. But Hmm. who knows what our thinking was way back then. Yeah. Uh, Biggest Disappointment, Diablo 3. Obviously, Diablo 3 has since been a very good game, but it started off really shaky. Really shaky. is there a game that we've owned on different, more than one platform? Like more. Well, all right, let me reword this. Is there a game that we have bought and owned for so many different platforms than Diablo Three? There is for me. Because uh, I own it. I owned it on the Xbox 360, the Xbox One, the PlayStation Four, PC, and I will own it on Switch. Switch, yeah. No, that's that's a lot, definitely. Um, I, I probably got a few. A few. That would be close to that, but maybe not. Maybe not to that extent. I um, think Eric is the same way. I think Eric's owned it on like three different things. So okay. Uh, so Diablo three was there. Assassin's Creed three was an obvious choice there. Uh, Tekken Tag Tournament two, the game that uh, Assassin's Creed three obviously being the game that made me rage quit and sell my Xbox three sixty for good. So. I want to listen to that episode where you said that you sold your 360. I wish I knew which one it was. I would definitely listen to it again. Um, I, if anyone knows or knows about what episode it would have been, I mean, I, I, this was so the 2012 episode of the Thummies was episode 75. So, and that game came out fall. It was yeah, it would have been a fall release. Because I remember I ordered it off Amazon and didn't get it because of the hurricane. Oh, that's right. And I think Corey went through, dealt with Amazon for me. 
That's right. I forgot about that. I hated that game. So, yeah. Um, and then Tekken Tag Tournament 2 was also a, a biggest disappointment. Uh, best under the influence game, top one was Journey, then Botanic Botanicula, and NHL 13. Jeez. Chell. That's crazy to like look back at. We've been doing this since NHL 13. Yep. Uh, and then next is game you're least likely to play, which in 2014 we changed to game I refuse to play. And then in 2016 we changed the award to popular game you're least likely to play. Mm. Um, so it was Connect Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know why we put popular game because the I, I kind of ruined that category because I just put the three dumbest games I could think of. That's yeah, you're right. That is why we changed the nomenclature for the for the award because <laughs> um, I was abusing it. Yeah, and well, you I mean you could like you like you did you pick a ridiculous game uh, that no one was would whatever play ever. Yeah. It was, it was hard to hard to find those games even at times, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. Lollipop Chainsaw was on there, and Lego Harry Potter Years 5 through 7 was also on there. Yeah. <laughs> Best New IP, which we renamed in 2014 to Best New IP I want to see more of, was Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. And we have no longer seen anything from that game. Nope. Uh, Sleeping Dogs was the next one. And then PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale was the next one. Hmm. Uh, next up, Game of the Year, 2012 Thummies, Guild Wars 2. Yeah. Faster Than Light was number two. And then uh, Halo 4, number three. Did we do a point system by this point? I don't remember how we did it. I don't remember. Interesting. Yeah. We must have done the point system. Or something similar to that, anyway. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Or did we go by whoever had the most... Maybe. ...game for Game of the Year? Because probably... Or did you have Borderlands 2? Wait. Or did Borderlands 2... I'm going to be confusing myself, so I'm just going to stop this train of thought. Yeah, Borderlands 2... So, going into the... Going into the 2013 Thummies, you had that uh, for your this year's, last year's Game of the Year. Wow, so Borderlands 2 didn't get any love for the year it came out? Ah, I don't know. I feel like I really liked it, and that might have been my own personal Game of the Year, maybe? Uh, but I, I might have pushed for Guild Wars 2 also. But I feel like I didn't start playing a lot of Guild Wars 2 until the year later the year after it came out that's when i started religiously playing it so it would have been more in 2013 but i have a different game for my this year's last year's game of the year so i don't know how that worked i'm just very very surprised that none of us had any mention of borderlands well unless we did do a point system it just didn't make the top three or whatever or any of them yeah Yeah. i mean if i was the only one that played it when it came out you know i don't know if did anyone else play borderlands too i know you did uh, because you have it on here yeah i think both eric and Corey did really actually they're both chatty right now let me ask them okay um so yeah okay getting into the 2013 thummies this is episode 127 um so we didn't do the one that got away or best shooter uh 
this year's last year's game of the year was for me i oh it's got individual and then it's got the winner overall Ooh. winner uh so i put crusader kings 2 was my winner uh will had borderlands 2 eric had far cry 3 Corey had the walking dead the game he actually had all all five of his games on there the overall winner was far cry 3 for this year's last year's game of the year okay so yeah, that was probably pick. up there. I, I'm pretty sure I didn't play that when it came out. I think I bought it later, played it later. So yeah. Uh, best co-op multiplayer. Uh, I had Rayman Legends. Will had Super Mario 3D World. Eric had Battlefield 4. Corey had Monaco. Uh, with the winner being Rayman Legends. Uh, the runner-up was Monaco, and then Saints Row 4 was the next one. Saints Row 4. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Best competitive multiplayer. Uh, you know, I'll just skip to the overall winners. Or maybe we could do ours just so we can get through all these. All right. Yeah. Uh, so best competitive multiplayer in the 2013 Thummy was uh, Battlefield 4, followed by Super Mario 3D World, and then Killzone Shadowfall. Hmm. That, that was the year the PS4 came out, obviously. Uh, you know what? I really like that game. Okay. Uh, so I had, for my my best competitive multiplayer game, I had Magic the Gathering 2014, and you had Battlefield 4. Okay. Um, Eric had FIFA. Corey had Card Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> he had Battlefield 4 as his fourth pick. Okay. Uh, best handheld slash mobile game. Uh, so the winner was Pokemon X and Y. Nimble Quest was number two. Remember yeah, Nimble was, Quest? Yeah, that game was awesome. It was fun. Uh, Fire Emblem Awakening was number three. Legend of Zelda, uh, A Link Between Worlds, was it? Yeah, it's cut off it here. A, it was A Link Between Worlds. Okay, and then King Turn RPG was, was the next one. Man, those are some heavy hitters in that category. Yeah, I mean, I had Fire Emblem Awakening. You had Pokemon XY. Yeah, I played uh, Fire Emblem Awakening, I think, the next year. Okay. Yeah, it is a link between worlds. I see right here. Uh, Best rainy day game. The winner was Saints Row 4. Yeah, that game was awesome. Uh, So I had that, and you had that. Saints Row 4. Rogue Legacy was on the list as number two. Don't Starve was number three. And Assassin's Creed 4. That was Black Flag. That was a really that good was, one. That was Black Flag. Okay. That game didn't get enough due either. No. No, it did not. Um, most welcome surprise. The winner was Assassin's Creed 4. <laughs> okay, it did get a little due then. Uh, yeah, I mean... It's, uh, I mean, Assassin's Creed 3 was such a turd that yeah. I think it was a, a big surprise for a lot of people. Um, I know I did not play this when it launched, um, just because I was, I was a little gun shy about the Assassin's Creed franchise after three. Uh, so I had Tomb Raider for my most welcome surprise. Um, a game I still love and it it was a welcome surprise because it was so much better. I, at least in my opinion, than the original Tomb Raiders games. And it was so good. So ridiculously good that that's why I had that on there. Well, I think I was the apologist for Assassin's Creed, because I think I've played all of them but Rogue. Okay. 
So, yeah, and then I had never played a Tomb Raider until until the second one. Yep. Uh, so both you and Eric had Assassin's Creed 4 as your top pick um, yeah. for Most Welcome Surprise. Corey had it at number two. So it was definitely up there. I don't. I feel like I didn't play it until the year after. Um, so, uh, guilty pleasure game. Guilty pleasure game. The winner was Nimble Quest. Uh, Runner-up was Grand Theft Auto Five. Ashes Cricket. That had to be a me pick. That was you. Ashes Cricket. That was <laughs> your top so. choice. Uh, then NHL 14. Uh, so I had Nimble Quest as my number one. Uh, you had Ashes Cricket. Corey had NHL 14 which, that was on there. And Eric had Grand Theft Auto 5. I wonder if he'd still have that in Guilty Pleasure. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, biggest disappointment. So the winner was Sim City. Remember yeah. the debacle that was this, the new Sim City game? That game was so bad. Uh, EA. I wanted to like it so bad. EA's just crapped out a ton of tur- turds, haven't they? They have, yeah. It's disappointing. Because I remember being so hyped for that game. Yeah, both you and Corey have that as number one on your list. Deserve um, it. Killzone Shadow Falls, number two. Beyond Two Souls is number three. And Grand Theft Auto Five is number four. I had Killzone Shadow Fall as my top game on the list. Um, I thought it was okay. The science fiction stuff was cool. There was one level I got stuck in that I had to do repeatedly. Uh, and then I hated the multiplayer. So, uh, I mean, the whole uh, the PS4 in general was, was kind of a disappointment for me. I'm sure you didn't like the PS4. Uh, at first I did, but it's... Well, there wasn't any good exclusives the first entire year that I had it. And I really hated the controller. So you shipped it off. I shipped it off. Um, next, best under the influence game. Uh, the winner is Rayman Legends, followed by Proteus and then Rocksmith 2014. So I had Rayman Legends as number one. You abstained, like you usually do, for that category. Yeah. Uh, Proteus was Eric's pick, and then Rocksmith 2014 was Corey's pick. That's uh, a good pick, Rocksmith. Yeah, definitely. Game you're least likely to play. Uh, so the winner was Aliens Colonial Marines. Followed by Dota 2, Dead Space 3, Grand Theft Auto 5, and Defiance. Uh, so I had Grand Theft Auto 5 as my number one pick. And you had the Bureau XCOM Declassified as your top pick. Yeah, and I bought that too and I still didn't play it. Yeah, I played it I played it at some point. Did it, was it part of a 4 in February maybe? Yeah, I think it was. It was it was okay. Um, Did you ever play GTA Five? No, still haven't played it. Yeah, I, I still I, I I'm gonna buy it one of these times when it's like twenty bucks just to try it out, but I have still haven't played it. Uh, so yeah, that's Dota Two. Eric had for his number one, and then Defiance. Uh, Corey had for his top one. Remember Defiance? Little, I do. I actually really liked it. That was the TV show. That was also the game, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I had fun playing the game. The yeah, I remember the game being okay. The three days I played it. Yeah, I remember being okay. Uh, next one, best new IP. Uh, the top one was The Last of Us, uh, followed by Remember oh. Me and then Rogue Legacy. So I had Remember Me as my top one. 
The Last of Us was my was was yours and Eric's, and then Corey had The Last of Us on his list too. So now I'm remembering why Black Flag didn't get more. <laughs> oh yeah, because The Last yeah. of Us came out that year. Yeah, and, and well, no, Bioshock Infinite. Bioshock Infinite too. <laughs> Yeah. This oh, is, we're, get, we're getting there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, game you wish you played. The top one was Fire Emblem Awakening. Uh, followed by the last. Or, no, followed by XCOM Enemy Within. Then Legend of Zelda a Link Between Worlds. Last of Us and Bioshock Infinite was last. Uh, so, I had The Last of Us as my, as my top one. Uh, XCOM The Enemy Within was your top pick. Bioshock Infinite was Eric's top pick. And then Corey had Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds, Fire Emblem Awakening, Tomb Raider, Shadowrun Returns, Beyond Two Souls. If I were to redo that, I would have put Fire Emblem Awakening and then A Link Between Worlds. Okay. I mean, you've since played XCOM, right? Is that the Enemy Within? Is that the expansion to the first game? No, Enemy Unknown is the expansion to the first one. No! You're right. You're okay, right. so I'm, enemy with him. Okay, yeah, I totally that was the expansion. Would have gotten rid of the expansion. Okay. I think I got it, but I never played it. All right. Bad that... job by me. Yeah. You were young. Yeah, I was like fifteen. Uh, well, this would have been two years into the end of the show. All right, so it was eighteen. Eighteen. Uh, best indie game. Uh, the winner was Don't Starve. So I had Don't Starve as my number one. Uh, you had Battle Block Theater. I got ridiculed for that, too. Eric had Rogue Legacy. Uh, Corey had Papers, Please as his top one. Then he had Don't Starve, The Swapper, Rogue Legacy, and Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. So Don't Starve won on that one. It was followed by Rezogun, uh, Rogue Legacy, Battle Block Theater, The Swapper, and Papers, Please as Last of Us. Man, do you remember that doldrum where uh, Rezogun was the game to play? the playstation yes yes i do remember that yeah. like we were salivating when don't starve came to it <laughs> so we had another game to that's play. that's what i played the most of on my the, my, my entire playstation 4's life was don't starve even though i already <laughs> owned it on pc and followed probably by Rezogun. probably followed by Rezogun. yes <laughs> yep uh, uh game of the year so the winner for game of the year was the last of us no no so these must be wrong what are, what that are the... one that one's definitely wrong yeah because we know we know bioshock infinite one so is it are they reversed maybe uh maybe did you you would what was your game of the year that year my game of the year that uh, uh was rayman legends actually. that's right bioshock 2 is your second Bioshock Infinite was my second pick. Bioshock Infinite was your pick. Bioshock Infinite was Corey's pick. Uh, Last of Us was Eric's pick. So I would guess Bioshock Infinite was the winner there. Yeah, because, I mean, maybe Last of Us was my second game. Corey doesn't have it on his list. I wouldn't yeah. have had it on my list. Okay, so Bioshock Infinite had six, 12 points and then four. Eight, yeah, no. So it was definitely Bioshock Infinite. Okay. These can't. I'm pretty sure. 
I'm pretty sure the awards are right, though. Unless, was this year's, last year's Game of the Year, Borderlands 2? Would that, would that have been best co-op multiplayer? Could have been Saints Row 4? I think I'm reading these wrong. <laughs> Alright, wait, wait, when's that? Borderlands. But then we get to best competitive multiplayer. I don't think it would have been Killzone Shadowfall. Uh, b- 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 Borderlands 2 came out in 2012. Yeah, no, I know, but it's it, so it would have been this, it would have won for this year's last year's game of the year. But I don't think that's the case. I'm pretty sure I'm reading these right. I, I think the the final one was maybe backwards because I went backwards when I read them. Okay. So, um, because Killzone would not have won best competitive multiplayer. No. Um. So, at least I don't think so. I don't know. These, these seem right, because best handheld mobile game going to Pokemon XY instead of King Turn RPG. Yeah, no, that's right. It's just maybe that one got mixed up. Yeah. Okay. So, yes. Uh, game of the year, I had Rayman Legends. Will had Bioshock Infinite. Eric had Last of Us. And Bioshock Infinite was also Corey's. So, Bioshock Infinite followed by Saints Row 4, followed by The Last of Us. Okay. Moving on to the 2014 Thummies. Uh, overall winners are not listed again. Oh, Corey didn't write down the individual ones, so they're just listed under his name. Okay. This year's, last year's Game of the Year was uh, Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds, followed by Don't Starve and Dota 2. It's World Dig. Who played Dota 2? I, pl- I, remember, I remember playing a little bit. We played with uh, Matt Lupica. Lupica. It was probably times. me that, that played it. I was into it for a month or two. Okay. SteamWorld Dig and then Call of Juarez Gunslinger. Best co-op multiplayer, Dark Souls 2, Dungeon of the Endless, Super Smash Brothers, Borderlands, the pre-sequel, and Gauntlet. Yeah. Best competitive multiplayer, Super Smash Brothers. Follow yeah. Mario, Mario Kart 8. Followed by Hearthstone, followed by Mario Golf World Tour, followed by Dark Souls. Best handheld game in 2014 was Mario Golf World Tour, followed by Bravely (laughs) Default, followed by Tamadachi Life, followed by Fantasy Life. Tamadachi Life, oh boy. So this is where we split up handheld and mobile game. I think this was the, this might have been the one year. Yep, this is the one year we split up handheld and mobile. Um, because best mobile game was Hearthstone, followed by Vainglory, followed by Heads Up, followed by Terra Battle. Terra Battle, huh? Terra Battle. Uh, best rainy day game in 2014 was Dragon Age Inquisition, followed by Divinity: Original Sin, followed by Telltale's Walking Dead Season Two, then The Banner Saga, then Mario Golf World Tour. Most welcome surprise was Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor, uh, Divinity Original Sin, Tamadachi Life, This War of Mine, and Mario Kart 8. Biggest disappointment, Valiant Hearts. Yeah, Corey, Eric, and I think you didn't really like that game. Yeah. I think I did, though. I want to revisit it because I don't feel like I gave it a fair. Uh, Next on the list, though, is Child of Light. That game was awesome. I agree. I would not have put that on my biggest disappointment list. Oh, Eric did. 
Eric, I bet you Corey had it on there too. I know for a fact Eric did because he hated the rhyme scheme. Oh, that's right. Because it was a little bit weird. Yeah, because I remember making the argument that it reminded me of children's books that sometimes you have to read it a couple times to get the rhythm right. Yeah, yeah. Because they're not all the same. I uh, I remember ahead. that was a, a point of argument. Yeah. Uh, Civilization Beyond Earth was on there, Mountain was on there, and then Wasteland 2 was on Biggest Disappointment. Best under the influence game Mario Kart 8, followed by Scapegoat 2, Theater Rhythm, Curtain Call, Shovel Knight, and then South Park The Stick of Truth for Best Under the Influence. Did I say Disappointment? Under the Influence. You said Under the Influence, yeah. Uh, Game I Refuse to Play. So this was 2014, so it was Game I Refuse to Play. Uh, Dungeon Keeper was the top pick assassin's creed unity then threes then halo the master chief collection and then drive club was assassin's creed coming out yearly at that point yes that was when they were doing their yearly yearly releases god that's and well unity was horrible yeah despite again having a cool cool setting that was french revolution wasn't it yeah, you know what, though? That game, more than all of the other ones, I have considered going back and replaying. Okay. Um, just to see, because I remember I was plagued by launch issues, like uh, glitches and bugs. and I, I, Somebody told me recently that it was fine after they cleaned it up. Okay. So I'm kind of thinking of going back and playing it. Um, so that might happen. I, I think, don't know. I feel like there's a sale somewhere. Maybe Green Man Gaming has a sale on a bunch of Ubisoft games. That might be a place I... to go. Well, I know I have it on PC. I just don't know if I want to play it on PC because I can't PC game very long anymore. Oh yeah, I get too uncomfortable. You should uh, run a run a HDMI cable to your TV. I just, for whatever reason have a bias to that, and I don't know why. <laughs> it's one of my weird, like irrational quirks. No, I understand. Uh, best new IP, uh, which we renamed for this year in 2014. Best new IP I want to see more of. So it went to Bravely Default, followed by the Banner Saga, followed by Destiny, then Shovel Knight, then Child of Light. Uh, best remaster slash re-release. We saw re- or second or sequels to all those games with Child of Light, right? Yeah, Child of Light does not have a sequel, as far as I know. Shovel Knight's had a bunch of expansions. Destiny, obviously Destiny 2. Banner Sagas, they just completed the trilogy. Bravely Default. Had a second game too. Mm-hmm. Uh, best remaster re-release was Final Fantasy VI for iOS. Game we wish we played was not awarded in 2014. Really? Most valuable console. Oh God! Went to the Nintendo Wii U, followed by Xbox One, and then Nintendo <laughs> 3DS, then is this PS4. The year we, is this the year we fought? I think this is the year we fought about number two. <laughs> yes. It's- PlayStation didn't even make it in the top three. No, it did not. Um, because th- 3DS beat it out. That's right. That's right. PS4 uh, came fourth, and then Vita came fifth. Best indie game: This War of Mine. One followed by Shovel Knight, followed by Scapegoat Two, and then The Banner Saga, and then A Bird Story. Aww, and then last story. of all, game of the year was Divinity Original Sin. 
No. Hmm. No. That can't be right. Sounds right, actually. Did you play it? No. Corey was probably the only one that played it. I didn't you. Play, I didn't play the original Divinity. I played Divinity 2. Are you sure? Positive. Oh, you know what? I remember my pick that year was Child of Light. So it threw everything off. The only other one, the only other one it could possibly be is Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers was on the bottom. That might have been. Did Smash Brothers win Game of the Year in 2014? I think it would have been on both mine and Corey's list. It would have been on my list, too. Um, And then Dark Souls 2, This War of Mine, Mario Kart 8, Divinity Original Sin. Hmm. Unless Corey's just listing his things again i'm not sure here i well divinity did win his game of the year i'm just not sure how everybody else is shocked out i don't think eric played it uh, it's not really an eric game yeah. these might <laughs> going back these might be uh core just Corey's inputs Corey's fix yeah <laughs> So, these may not be gospel, but... Close enough. Because best remat... Well, that might be the only one. Best remaster re-release was Final Fantasy VI for iOS. That was the Maybe only he... one. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so that one's under, under contention. We'll have to get clarification. All right. Uh, so 2015 Thummies was episode 232. Um, the one that got away, a game that we played but did not finish for whatever reason. Overall winner was Rise of the Tomb Raider, followed by Dying Light and then Bloodborne. Woo. Uh, so I had Bloodborne, you had Dying Light for your top pick. Eric had Rise of the Tomb Raider. Corey had Pillars of Eternity. This year's, last year's game of the year was Smash Brothers, followed by Mario Kart 8 and then the Talos Principle. Uh, So I had Talos Principle as my top one. You had Smash Brothers as your top one. Eric had Forza Horizon 2 and Corey had Dragon Age Inquisition. Best co-op multiplayer was Rocket League was the winner, followed by Heroes of the Storm and Rock Band 4 at a tie and then Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, I had Monster Hunter Four as my top one. You had you had Rocket League as your top one. No. Yep. Underneath Bull Heroes crap. of the Storm. No. Really? Unless they're listed backwards, would you have had Call of Duty COD Blops Three as your top one? No. Well, maybe. This is co-op. Eric had or. Er, Corey had Co- uh, Rocket League as his top one. Eric had Rainbow Six Siege. Man, Dan, I looking back on that, really don't think I would have put Rock. The only thing I can think of why I put that on there is because it made everybody else so happy. <laughs> okay. I could see myself doing that, but man, no. Like, If I really did do that, that's a mistake. Yeah, so Rocket League won that one. Yeah, I mean, I guess it would have to be. I'm such a fool. Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I probably did. I'm an idiot. Best competitive multiplayer. The winner was Rocket League, followed by Heroes of the Storm and Splatoon. 
I had Splatoon as my top one. You had Heroes of the Storm as your top one. Eric had Rocket League, and Corey had Rocket League as their top pick. Uh, I mean, can't argue with that. No, not really. I'm I'm against it, but... Uh, Best handheld slash mobile game was Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate, followed by Lara Croft Go, followed by Story of Seasons. Handheld mobile Hotline Miami 2. Eric had Hotline Miami 2 on his list. Was that? Uh, yeah, I can see that. He really liked that game. No, I know, but was it handheld or mobile? Mobile. Uh, I think he played on the Vita. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so I had Monster Hunter 4 and then Lara Croft Go. And then you had Story of Seasons as your top one. And then Hearthstone and Fallout Shelter. Heck yeah. All right, best rainy day game. The winner was Xenoblade Chronicles X, followed by Until Dawn, and then Fallout 4. It was Fallout 4's release year, 2015. Hate um, that game. <laughs> uh, so I had Xenoblade Chronicles X as my top one. You had Life is Strange as your top one. Uh, oh, this, this is the year. <laughs> Eric had Until Dawn, and Corey had Xenoblade Chronicles X also. Uh, the Witcher 3 was my second top one. Then Fallout 4, Splatoon, Pillars of Eternity. You had Life is Strange, Until Dawn, Fallout 4, Halo 5, Heroes of the Storm. This is where I slowly started like working Life is Strange in. Oh, gotcha. Didn't want didn't want to bludgeon us over the head with it right off the bat. Waited. No, I, w- I wanted everybody to like it, but it's it like push one person away. It's like you don't put a frog into a boiling pot of water. You put them in the water and then turn the heat on. That that mm-hmm. that mentality. I wanted to get you guys ready. Most welcome surprise, Dying Light for the 2015 Thummy, followed by Rocket League and then Assassin's Creed Syndicate. So we got Syndicate yeah. in this one. I remember I remember I liked Syndicate, so. Um, I remember liking it too. Yeah, I had Dying Light as my number one, Syndicate as my number two, Metal Gear Solid five as my number three, and then Splatoon as number four. You had Life is Strange as your top one, Until Dawn, Assassin's Creed Syndicate, Halo Five, NHL sixteen. Wow, what a year for games. Yeah. That was wow. Uh, biggest disappointment. So the top one was Star Wars Battlefront. Followed by Evolve, Code code Name Steam, and Hotline Miami 2, and then Batman Arkham Knight was number three. Mm. There's some stinkers on there. Yeah, there really was. Evolve. I wanted to like that game so bad. Yeah, so I had, both you and me had Star Wars, everyone had Star Wars Battlefront as their top one. (laughs) I had Code Name Steam as number two, you had Evolve as number two. Uh, Eric had Star Wars Battlefront, Everyone's Gone to the Rapture, Batman Arkham Knight, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5, and then Just Cause 3. Um, Corey had Star Wars Battlefront, Hotline Miami 2, The Witcher 3, Titan Souls, Rebel Galaxy. So when Mike in Minnesota was talking about having The Witcher 3 on Biggest Disappointment, it was Corey who had it at number 3 on his list. Don't agree with that pick at all, but... Uh, Steamy Turd. So Steamy Turd, the PC version of Batman Arkham Knight won, followed by Colat, followed by Million Arthur. 
and Corey probably hmm. don't know what that is. Uh, followed by Star Wars Battle, uh, tied with Star Wars Battlefront, and then Grim Fandango remastered. Um, so we both, you and I, abstained from that category. Eric picked uh, Arkham Knight PC version as his number one, and Corey picked Colat as his number one. I think we agreed to pick Batman Arkham Knight as the top one. Yeah, that sounds right. Because the PC port was so bad of that. Best under the influence game was Rock Band 4, followed by Rocket League, uh, and then Mario Mario Maker and Until Dawn were tied. I had Rock Band 4 as my top one, and you abstained. Uh, Game you're least likely to play, which in this one was Game I Refuse to Play. Uh, the top one was Everyone's Gone to the Rapture, followed by Evolve, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5, and Godzilla. The game? Uh, yep, and then Arkham that was Knight. A, that, was, that was a will pick. <laughs> that was a will pick. So I had Evolve, The Order 1886, Everybody's Gone to the Rapture, WWE Immortals, and Battlefield Hardline. It's my top five. You had Telltale's Game of Thrones, Walk, Game of Thrones Telltale Borderlands, PewDiePie Lot loot bro fist five <laughs> nights at freddy's and then godzilla the game is your top five games you refuse to play oh man i stuff. ruined this category <laughs> yeah i mean pewdiepie's lot loot bro fist or lot bro fist <laughs> i didn't never even i don't remember that at all oh, i don't remember there being up. i don't remember being uh there being a godzilla the game either I remember for a lot of these, I went to video game releases of 20-whatever oh, year okay. it was and just picked the three craziest titles I could pick. Gotcha. Or things that I was like, this is going to be horrible. And that PewDiePie game might not have actually existed. I might have made it up. I don't really remember. Okay. Yeah. Uh, best new IP uh, that I want to see more of. The winner was Pillars of Eternity, followed by The Order 1886, followed by Splatoon. So I know they made another Pillars of Fraternity, and I know they made another Splatoon. All right, next on the list, most valuable console. The winner was PlayStation Four, followed by Xbox One, followed by Wii U. I had Xbox One. You had Xbox One. Or an <laughs> Eric had PS Four. Again, I'm pretty sure we argued about this one. Oh yeah, I think we argue about it every year. Not so I much. I think I cared a. I cared a lot less about what that uh, the this year that we did like the or the well, year we're sp- going over. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I mean, I picked Xbox One because at that point, I, you know, I had been done with the, the PS4. Yeah. So. Sworn it off. Now I own an Xbox One, so. There's that. Uh, game you wish you played. So the top, the winner was Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh, I had that as my number one. You had The Witcher 3 as your number one. Also of note was Hail 5 Guardians on my list, Until Dawn on my list, Life is Strange on my list, Tales of Zisteria on my list. Your list was The Witcher 3, Metal Gear Solid 5, Bloodborne, Ori and the Blind Forest, and City Skylines. Man, those are five games that I really wish I played. Did we not do Game of the Year this year? Yeah, because Life is Strange. It's not. It's not listed on here. That's that's why I ask. Uh, but you're right. I do remember most valuable console. Oh, Corey and I both had game of the year. Screwed up. Yeah. No, I remember that. 
we don't have best indie game. We don't have game of the year listed on here, but we know we know Life is Strange won. Uh, so I'm just going to do 2016 real quick, and then we'll 2017. Obviously, I don't need to go over 2018. They're too, they're too recent. So, oh, 2016 is last year covered in. Oh no, yeah, 2016 is last year we have on here anyway. All right. Uh, the one that got away, game we played but didn't finish. The winner was Forza Horizon, uh, followed by Tyranny and Overwatch, and then Starbound and The Witness. Um, this year's last year's game of the year, Rocket League, followed by Xenoblade Chronicles and Rise of the Tomb Raider. Rocket League keeps winning every something every year. Yeah. Uh, I had The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt, obviously, because I played that a lot. A best multiplayer experience was The Division. Uh, best on the go experience was Pokemon Go. Most complete experience was Dark Souls 3. Breath of Fresh Air was Stardew Valley. Please Stop was Skyrim Special Edition. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, now I want to play that too. Hankering for some Skyrim. Oh, yeah. Uh, best rainy day game in 2016 was Civ 6. Most welcome surprise was Ratchet and Clank. God, that game was so good. Steamy pile of disappointment and or turd. No Man's Sky. <laughs> uh, it's funny when we hear these games get... When you announce them, it's funny. Yeah. Best under the influence was Overwatch. Uh, popular game you're least likely to play, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Which Eric really liked. Was that the one he liked? Yeah, I think Eric really liked it. Okay. Uh, I had Battleborn. You remember Battleborn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought that, actually, and never played it. Okay. Uh, You had WoW Legion for years. Eric had Firewatch. Corey had Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Uh, Best new IP I want to see more of. The winner was Division. The division. Dang. Corey had Stardew Valley. Eric had the division. You had the division. I had Overwatch. You know what we're getting this year? What's division that? two. Division two. Yeah. Uh, most valuable console was PS4. Corey had the NES Classic for this one. I had Xbox One. You and Eric had PS4. Eargasm Award was Final Fantasy 15. Uh. Corey had Civ Six. I had Firewatch. You had Final Fantasy Fifteen. Eric had Doom. Best keepsake: Pokemon Go. Yeah. Uh, Corey had that Dragon Cancer. You had Final Fantasy Fifteen. I had Inside. Game you wish you played. The winner was Last Guardian. Um. Best indie game was Stardew Valley. Oh yeah, easy. It was near unanimous. Eric had the witness for his top one. Uh, game of the year, Final Fantasy fifteen. So deserving. Yeah, I still haven't I, played any more of that. I played the like 10, 10, 12 hours at the beginning, and I haven't come back to it yet. Not because I haven't wanted to, but so I said this before. Out of all of the games that I have played on this podcast. I don't know why, but Final Fantasy XV is a game that I still think about from time to time, uh-huh. and a game where I'm always like, "Ooh, I want to play that again," yeah. all the time. Um, so that's how I'm I am with Breath of the Wild. 
And, you know, Breath of the Wild is another one of those games that's up there for me. Uh, there's, like, maybe five games that are that have that effect on me. And um, Final Fantasy XV is one of those games where I feel like I haven't gotten enough out of it yet. And I put in close to 100 hours mm-hmm. in that game. So, uh, Best Ambassador game, Inside. Yeah. Which was very good. So. Yep, that was a good pick. Yep, those are uh, kind of a thummies recap. It's nice to go back and experience, you know, remember remember all that. Mm-hmm. Time capsule. Time capsule. That's right. That's you know what? That's what I'll call the episode: Thummies Time Capsule. I like that title. That's, that's a good, good title, right good, there. Good call, Will. Hey, what can I say? I got I, a lot going on in this brand. Yeah, one of these days, I say it, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it. But I should go back and and listen to these and and you know fill in any blanks that there is well these episodes were like four or five hours yeah some of them are really long that's the it would take us a year to make it through listening to it i don't have any i barely have time to do anything anyway so yeah all right what do you got for nibble bits will i just have one dan assassin's creed 3 remastered coming next month Uh, it'll be coming out march 29th for the playstation 4 pc and xbox one gonna have all of the dlc add-ons like the tyranny of king washington and assassin's creed 3 liberations um for 40 bucks it's weird because we just got done talking about how bad this game is but explain to me dan why i want to buy this and revisit it i kind of want to play it too actually uh it might have been a couple years ago now uh, Idaho Jake challenged me to to play through Assassin's Creed Three, so this might be the the opportunity, especially if it ends up coming to the Switch. Which I think, there's rumors, I think. Yeah, that, right now that, it's that, just the the PS4, Xbox One, and PC are confirmed. Yeah, it wasn't discounted that idea. I don't think. Yeah, uh, I would uh, definitely play a Switch version of it. It's just easier for me to to get more uh, consistent time on a game with with, yeah. with it on the Switch. So. I, I'm actually very heavily considering getting this to replay it. I, I don't know. It's weird I, playing Odyssey and Origins. Kind of is re-peaking my love for Assassin's Creed. So the best way to kill it is to play Assassin's Creed Three. So yeah, maybe it's, this is what I'll do. I think too. Well, I wonder to what extent it's remastered too. Like how much did had they go and rework the controls? Because that was a lot of my a lot of my issues were the controls were terrible. Um, that was probably the low point for an Assassin's Creed game with with controls, uh, and then the uh, some of the mission structures, just the the immediate failure. Like if you get spotted by by somebody, uh, that was awful. Especially with how poorly the game controlled, like it was a miserable experience. So if they went through and like touched up some of that stuff. Like I could see it being an, a decent game. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't. With the remaster, it doesn't fix the very bland and boring protagonist that Connor Kenway was, right. uh, in my opinion. So, and unfortunately, it falls in between Assassin's Creed Two, that trilogy, which everybody loves, and Black Flag, which everybody yeah. loves. Yeah. So maybe it gets a really raw raw deal because of that, but um, I don't know. I think I might end up getting it. Forty bucks. Maybe I wait for it to go on sale. Yeah get it uh jake says he he liked hanging red coats from trees <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool yeah that was fun i i agree the only assassin's creed games i never finished were three and unity so i would kind of like to finish those two 
Yeah. Um, so that maybe that'll be one of my 2019 goals. I keep saying, I, you know what? And I'm I'm actually trying to work out in my head the specifics of this. I want to do a, like a Mario challenge and, and stream it, but try to play through uh, Mario games, all the ones that I'm able to get my hands on anyway. Yeah. Uh, starting with you know Mario, Mario Two, Mario Three, Mario World, Mario Sixty, you know, all the way through uh, for all the ones that I have, and and then maybe next year do uh, Legend of Zelda. You're inspiring me to do an Assassin's Creed one. Yeah, I, I think it'd, it'd be a fun thing to do. Uh, I always like going back and playing old games. The The only problem with this is doing this in tandem with playing new things. So yeah, that that's that's my problem too. Because, you know, I can play the Switch relatively easily, but I've got Kingdom Hearts and, and yep. uh, um, Red Dead 2, which I, I adore still. That I just haven't really been able to play that much, you know? Yeah. Maybe during the summertime would be a good period to start doing this stuff. Yeah, it's it's hard now because I've you know I've got to get up and get all the kids out out the door for school, and so I don't want to stay up super late like I like I don't mind to do in the summer. Yeah, you can play all pretty much all the Assassin's Creed, but the first one on Xbox One. Oh, really? Yeah, because I could get the Ezio collection, which is the three games, the remastering so that's on there black flag is on there uh-huh. unity is on there and syndicate and so on and so forth so nice. very cool uh so i've got two kind of quick nimble bits uh the first being xbox live appears to be coming to nintendo switch and mobile platforms what does this mean i don't know i haven't been able to glean what it means i, I guess they're going to announce more um at an upcoming games conference i can't remember which one like, is this just, oh, I can message my friends or I can play Xbox Game Pass games I on my Switch? I don't know what capacity. I don't I don't understand. Uh, a lot of people were like, yeah, that was inevitable. But I'm like, how exactly was that inevitable? I don't know. Yeah, I don't like, know what it means. Can you imagine how big it would be if I could play Game Pass games on my Switch? That would be amazing. I mean, I keep saying they should have a Steam Link app. Yeah, like, that would be amazing. The Switch would be the ultimate console. Agreed. Maybe so. that's maybe that's something they're working on, you know. Oh, and stick it to Sony. <laughs> I would love that just yeah. for the smug smugness yeah. that, that they have right now. <laughs> uh, I love a good console war. Yeah, I mean that was you know the 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 Sony stuck it to the Xbox right off the bat for for their arrogance and they've they've corrected their ways. So yeah, yeah, see so, yeah, it works. So yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I don't know what form this is going to take. I tried to tried to find some information, but there's nothing out there yet. But they are going to announce more about it. Will I never even considered the idea of being able to like maybe stream Game Pass games? That's that's brilliant. Yeah. That would be great. Because if I can just like message my friends, like I cool, but I would never use that. Yeah, I don't. I would never use that too. So it's like meh, whatever. But like, if I can do anything cool, like play an Xbox game, like that would be crazy. Yeah, or even like if if I'm playing the Switch and and all you guys are playing Xbox and you can, you know, if, if there's that link cr- up. Well, not just that. Yeah, not just that, but you know, if I can see what you guys are playing while on your Xboxes while I'm playing my Switch or vice versa. Yeah, yeah, that's a cool yeah. thing. 
As long as it's fluid and I don't have to go through menus to be able to do that, you know? Too many menus. Well, the Switch one is, is smooth. Um, yeah. Can't, you know, Xbox is a, is a mess. Oh, God. But uh, Idaho Jake says uh, Nintendo Xbox Dream Team East meets West would be awesome. Yep, that would be that'd be really cool. I'm very... Did they say when they would announce more? It's at one of the upcoming game conferences. Let me see if it's in the article that I tweeted. Because I'm not really sure. Yeah, what more we can uh, see from... Oh, yeah. That's the Kotaku article. Uh, apparently cover the possibilities of Xbox Live on aforementioned platforms. Uh, Xbox Live is about to get much bigger. blah de blah de blah de blah Oh, it, uh, Game Developers Conference... Uh, on the surface allows for implementation of cross-platform stats and achievements as well as cross-play, but there's likely more to it than that. Uh, we won't have to wait much longer to hear the details as game develop. So they are going to announce it at Game Developers Conference, which is March 18th to 22nd in San Ooh, Francisco. Coming up. Yeah, so uh, about a month and a half. We'll get more details on it. Okay. Uh, and then the my other nibble bit is that the Nintendo Switch Online games were announced. It's going to be Mario 2 and Kirby's Adventure for their NES games. So, not bad. Yeah. Um, I I think I think both of those are on the NES Classic. I know I know Mario 2 is, but I think Kirby Kirby is on there too. Mm-hmm. But if not, that's a good place to play it. So, yeah. how how was your week, Will? Pretty good. Uh, I wanted to apologize to Corey uh-huh. um, because for all of the years that we've done the podcast, Corey has talked about anime, uh-huh. um, and Eric and I have belittled him over the course of the year for liking anime. No, and <laughs> so and it's no secret. Like I've been a Dragon Ball fan, but I've never considered myself an anime fan. Well, Monday. I couldn't watch Dragon Ball Z because Corey didn't have his server going. So I was like, huh, well, I'm really bored. I don't, it's kind of late. I don't really feel like playing anything. So I'll start a show everybody's been telling me to watch. Uh, and that's My Hero, My Hero Academia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I have brought it up on here before, and it was then mentioned that everybody says I should watch it. So I watched it. I watched the first three episodes and said, meh, I don't know if I'm going to like this. But I like to give things, if I have time, a season yeah. to shake out. Yeah. Um, because I don't like to... Nothing's worse when you suggest something to somebody and they do very, very, very minimal time um, and don't really get a feel for it and just dismiss it. So I never like to do that to people. So, you know, I watched the whole season and by the end of the season, I was like, holy crap, this show is awesome. Uh-huh. Started season two. I'm about halfway through season two, and I gotta say, My Hero Academia is incredible. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. So, Dan, for you who uh, has heard the name but doesn't know anything about it, yeah, the show is about um, there's these things called quirks, and it's called it's superpowers that every human gets, and like some of the quirks that people might have are like brainwashing. Um, there's one where you, uh, use your hand and can turn things to ice, uh, shoot ice attacks, stuff like that. Or like you can turn super big, like really a quirk can be anything. Uh, and the society, like earth has like become 
infested with people that have quirks and like because of breeding and stuff like that everybody starts to have quirks and it's a common thing so they there's superhero agencies that go out and stop bad guys and of course with all these quirks like there's villains who have these quirks so it's like a constant push and pull relationship between the bad guys and the good guys so the story takes place around a character named deku and um he long story short born quirkless all he wanted to be was a superhero his whole life so long story short there's a school called uh ua where they have a hero course and the best of the best get into that course he gets in uh and they train you how to use your your quirk and stuff like that um and it just deals with a bunch of like um other characters there's literally like 15 16 characters the show covers it's really good the fight scenes are amazing um Last night I was watching it, it was like 3am, and like I was watching this, and like I was getting pumped at some of the battles that were going on. Um, I was like jumping out of, out of bed and like getting really excited during it. The show is just really good, it's got incredible action, it's really funny at times, it's also really kind of tugs the heartstrings with some characters, it's, it's amazing. I really, really suggest, I've been telling Corey to watch it too, because I think he would really like it. But I've been telling everybody to get it. And yes, Jake, actually, it's <laughs> piquing my interest more for Jump Force because before I was like, oh, I'm just going to play the Dragon Ball characters. Like, I, I don't care. But now, like, because I've been watching My Hero Academia, I'm like, huh, like, Deku's awesome. He's definitely probably in the game. And I don't know who else from the show is in there. But, like, those there's a lot of really awesome characters in that in that show. So I'm like, well, if some of them come, like, that would be a lot, that would be really cool. Uh, so right now there's three seasons on Funimation and the four seasons starting in October. So, uh, you know, I'm going to be caught up probably by the end of the weekend. And then I got to wait until freaking October to watch the show. Yeah. But I, a lot of people were saying like, there's some awesome moments with Deku. Um, because it's in the first season, I'll talk about it. The power that he ends up getting, he, he can't control it very well. So whenever he uses it, he breaks like his arm. Like, so if he goes to punch something and activates it, he'll break his arm because he can't control the power that he's outputting. So like just seeing him try to like do these battles and like try to figure out how to fight people and do these obstacle courses and these like challenges with having that quirk is really cool. And like with Dragon Ball Z, it's like who has the biggest power level will win the fight with this one. It's like who's smart and who can come up with a good strategy Um, because there's some characters that are like incredibly powerful, but don't have the strategic, the element that like a Deku has. So Deku can still win fights, even though he's kind of at a disadvantage right now. But I literally, after this podcast is done, I am laying down and watching this until God knows when it's, it's really hurt my kingdom hearts three playing because (laughs) it's all I want to do. And that's why I don't like to start shows because this ends up happening it's why i won't start game of thrones until it's done yeah well you don't have longer much longer to wait april right yeah it starts in april um then that's that's part of my problem too is i get obsessed about things and i can only have like one maybe two well now it's just one show that i can obsess over yeah. Um, but like when i was watching uh like uh doctor who i get you know i got obsessed over that or uh, I, I spent probably a couple months watching Battlestar Galactica and I got obsessed over that Yeah, because uh, yeah. I get really into things. So I can't right now. It's just a game of Thrones is the only, only outside of gaming is the only thing I can have going on. Yeah. Uh, hockey is, is, is there too, but mm-hmm. that's and kind Dan, of like, time. 
even for you, I would recommend the show. Oh, I, I know, know I, I know, I would like it. I've, I've liked animes in the past. I haven't watched a ton of them, but I've liked the ones that I've seen. And, like, the cool thing about this is everybody that I talked to about it, like, at work today, because today was the first day that I was back at work because I usually have the beginning of the week off. Um, so I was talking to everybody about it, and everybody had the same reaction. They're like, yeah, this anime is, like, pretty special. Um, it's kind of got that that reverence behind it. It's yeah. super popular, and, like, yep. I, I get it. It's really, really well done. Um, so for any fans out there that haven't seen it, watch it. I highly recommend it. I've been watching it on Funimation. I have a Funimation account, so uh, the first three seasons are on there for me so I can watch it. I know Crunchyroll has it, and you can watch it really anywhere. So um, I really want everybody to watch it so I can talk about it with people. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. <laughs> So, uh, that's why, like I said, I wanted to apologize to Corey because now maybe I am an anime fan. Um, <laughs> so now I can't, I can't pick on him for being a nerdy. <laughs> well, I, the thing is, is like, that's like saying you like TV, you know, there's so many different animes about so many different things that you could probably find it, an anime about anything you want. And it, it does get a bad rap. Because I would bet a majority of the people out there, if I showed them like Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball of any any sort and My Hero Academia, they would be into it because yeah. I could just show an action scene that's really cool and well done. And yeah. let me tell you, My Hero has some pretty well done action scenes and they'd be like, oh, this show's pretty cool. Yeah. It's just like I said, it's really hard to get into at first because Deku is a crybaby to start because okay. he's just, all he wants to be is a superhero uh-huh. and he can't do it because he doesn't have a quirk or at least... I don't know if he has secret quirks. I don't know. If I'm not that far. But, like, he doesn't have one. So he's just trying to... He just wants to be a hero because he wants to help people. Yeah. Some... So, like, it, it, it's cool to see, like, the evolution of him. Yeah. Some people just have a... a, a can't do, like, animated shows and voiceovers. Because I know yep. our dad uh, hates animated shows. Because um, I, I would always... You know, we would always talk about South Park. And he yeah. loved like the jokes and content of the thing, but he he couldn't get past the the animation and the the, yeah, the voices yeah. of the characters, the the nasally like yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> annoying, annoying voice. I so. mean, the animation of that show is bad anyway, but the, you know, that's yeah. beside the point. Yeah, but yeah, that's my my big recommend to everybody this week. Uh, definitely check it out. Okay. Yeah, that's that's all I got. To, I will probably be talking about this show for a couple of weeks while i get finished up with it gotcha uh yeah for me so i saw two movies uh well one and a half um i also got my copy of valkyria chronicles 4 today uh came Ooh, nice out. really tempted to open it and play it but i didn't i have a little too much that i'm playing right now so i'm gonna try to try to hold off as long as i can but i was very tempted uh, but finish saw, Wargroove, then play it, right? I'd like to. I'd like to finish Wargroove and uh, New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe oh, yeah. first. I don't know if that's going to happen. We'll see. Um, but I saw The Incredibles 2. Um, it's on Netflix. Uh, again, I, I really can't watch movies unless my I get the blessing from the kids. So, <laughs> uh, But yeah, I, I really loved the first Incredibles uh, many years ago when I saw it, so... I had heard great things about Incredibles 2, and, and it, it is quite good. Uh, it, it, it hit close to home because there's a brief, or the, for a lot of it, uh, Mr. Incredible is actually a stay-at-home dad while his wife 
goes off to work. So there is a <laughs> is lot of really? yes, there's there's a lot of uh, similarities know there. I mean, outside the, the superpowers part of it, but uh, you know, I could sympathize with a lot of the stuff that he was going through in in the in the movie. So yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's, it's, it's a good movie. Uh, it's got a lot of good uh, uh, a lot of good fight scenes, like you talked about. Um, it's good stuff if you haven't seen the incredibles too i'm not really into superhero stuff um but it's more like the marvel dc superhero stuff i like the the outside less popular stuff i guess um so not the mainstream superhero stuff yeah yeah i've gotten grown tired of that uh and then uh my son's really into jurassic park uh we have the first one on blu-ray but um I bought the five pack. So it's Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park Lost World, Jurassic Park 3, Jurassic World, and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Uh, Blu ray and digital HD, it was like $45. Uh, so he really wanted to watch Jurassic World. So I watched bits and pieces of the Jurassic World and was interested enough uh, that late. late last night after the kids went to bed me and my wife watched the first half of the movie and it's really good so far i've seen bits and pieces like after the first half but i like sat down and and listened and watched it uh and it's it's really good so far i really really like it well i'm proud of us for consuming all those different media yeah well like i said it's only it's only because of the kids at this point yeah i still haven't (laughs) seen i still haven't seen star wars the last jedi neither have i so i actually didn't even know it was out <laughs> yeah that was the most recent uh non so non-singular uh star wars movie uh yeah. i know jake says if you have hulu watch a show called letter kenny i've heard a lot about letter kenny i think eric and Corey watch letter kenny i was just gonna say i think Corey really likes letter kenny yeah so and Eric does too, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think. But did he recently start? Because that came up in conversation maybe a week ago when they were talking about it. Yeah. Uh, Eric and Eric and Corey being our more TV movie people. Me and Will are not TV movie people, but we have TVs and movies to talk about. Oh, and I I meant to say since you mentioned Game of Thrones, Will, um, mm-hmm. we will be covering. We will be doing the post episode Game of Thrones recaps. Um, it'll probably be me and Val if Corey's not on. Uh, so we will have those for you once, once the show starts up again, uh, counting down the days at this point till, till it starts. So almost here. Oh, I can't wait. It's been so long. It's been like a year and a half, I think since, since season seven finished. That's a long time. It's a very long time, especially when you're obsessed like we are. Yeah. That's what we do at night is put on an episode of game of Thrones. Uh, where did I put my phone? Sorry, I wanted to check the score of the hockey game. Uh, it was 1-1 last I do. Dang it. Okay. Uh, anyway. Oh, I guess we can briefly talk about hockey since there's some big things happened. Uh, the Predators. Ooh, predators. Yeah, they traded for Brian Boyle and Cody McLeod. Uh, I was more excited about the Brian Boyle acquisition. I think that was a good pickup for them. He's adding more depth, more forward depth. He can score you know secondary scoring now pk pp player so go ahead they did this trade because watson and ronaldo right yeah so obviously uh, austin watson is suspended indefinitely 
Uh, he's in alcohol rehab, and then Zach Ronaldo is out for the rest of the season with uh, is it upper body injury. They I, they went into specifics of what it is. My wife knows. What is it? What? Shoulder surgery. So he's out for the rest of the year, too. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah. No, I think Brian Boyle will do a good job filling in for Austin Watson in that, that type of role. Definitely. Um, and then, you know, Cody McLeod. I don't I don't think Cody McLeod is as good of a player as uh, Zach Ronaldo was. Because Ronaldo, he could skate really well, and he chipped in a little bit offensively. Uh, didn't get in any trouble either, which I liked. <laughs> My guess was they brought in McLeod because he's been with the team before. Yep, he's been with the team. His family still lives in Nashville. Uh, That's probably why. He's brought in to be a locker room guy, too. Apparently, he's a very good locker room guy to have. So that's what yeah, I believe, I believe that for sure. Uh, so, yeah, there's there's hockey. Um, Will, you want to talk about Wargroove? Yeah, let's, let's hit Wargroove. Uh, so um, we're going to give brief first impressions because this will be next week's episode. We'll cover it more in depth. So uh, what do you think of Wargroove so far, Will? I love it. It's a very in-depth game. On the yeah, surface. I'm, I'm well, to- totally with you. It looks like it's a easy to play, but you got to know your strategy to be able to win because like some of those early missions, Dan, like it's taken me like 15 turns to complete, and I was like, wow, usually these take like four or five. Yeah. Uh, so I'm at the end of Act 3 three okay i'm still in one um i've probably played eh, eight to ten hours uh if i had to guess but yeah it's it's definitely a lot more difficult than i thought it was gonna be i never played advanced wars so i don't have that uh to compare it to i knew like i know about advanced wars i've seen i've seen it played and uh one of my friends back in the day played a lot of advanced wars um so it's kind of a new experience for me obviously not the strategy uh part of it but the just it's it's apparent not i don't want to say clone because that's a bad way of but it's in the spirit of advance wars um and a, a pretty good like recreation of it so but yeah, yeah I, I i really like it so far um can't say enough good things i'm I'm kind of hooked actually on it that's that's what i've been playing instead of anything else <laughs> yeah i've been uh working my way through it very slowly but like i'm i'm loving the game. I like how you can spawn more soldiers. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's a really cool feature that in, they in, put in. In some of them. Not all the battles you can. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's oh, all sorts oh, There's all sorts of, of different things that they make you do in the game. It's it's quite good. It's pretty hard. Like, I did not expect it to be as hard as it is. Yeah. Uh, definitely a lot, of, a lot of depth there. A lot of different unit types. Um, yeah, it's 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 good well done yeah it's a it's i think it's a recommend it's definitely a recommend for me and you i think eric likes it too yeah i don't know i i feel like his his first impressions of it were good yeah i think I his first impressions were good uh cory we, we try not to talk too much about it beforehand we like because we like the conversation when we're having the conversation about whatever game we're playing we like to be a little more natural like oh hey you know what do you think of this game rather than it feel it feels you know more scripted if we kind of disingenuous know yeah yeah definitely i know Corey was interested in getting it i think he's got it or going to get it so yeah yeah so uh yeah that'll be next week's episode and then maybe kingdom hearts the week after that maybe we gotta do life is strange as we well have to do life is strange and then cracked our... out crackdown three is coming out next week i figured we should do an episode on that anthem coming right. out soon our highly elusive anthem episode. Yeah. We've been trying to do. Yeah, 
We'll have to do one when the game actually comes out. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, and our 300th or 400th episode's coming up pretty soon, too. Oh, my God. So we've got games a lot. Games revisit. We've got Top a lot. 10 games. A lot to, a lot to cram in there. Ugh. So. Uh, what else did you play, Will? I, Dan, played and beat Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Well done. Now, here's the thing. Uh-oh. I played and beat the main storyline, which is the family storyline. But there's two other storylines to the game, too. And that's the Cult of Cosmos storyline, which uh-huh. gets introduced in the early part of the game. Um, I won't say what it is because I want you to see it and experience it. There's that. And then there's a First Civilization storyline, too. So I haven't beaten those, and okay. I want to play them really bad and beat them, but I think I've put 50, like 55 hours in Odyssey, and i got to play some other stuff right now. So I might put Odyssey on the back burner for right now and come back to it later. Okay. But, oh, holy crap, that game is so good. What you can do, Will, and this is what I'm doing with Red Dead Redemption, it's, it's hard, though, is... um. Come on. Okay. Uh, you know, I'll only play... I'll play Red Dead Redemption, like, every other time I play my Xbox, or every third time I play my Xbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, just so I don't lose what I'm doing, the control scheme, all that stuff. Well, the good thing is... Well, here's my issue that I'm running into right now. I want to play Wargroove. I want to play more Smash Brothers. I want to play Valkyria Chronicles 4. I want to play Kingdom Hearts, and I want to play Assassin's Creed Origins, and I'm going to have Anthem here coming soon, Far Cry New Dawn, maybe Jump Force at some point. Uh-huh. I got a lot to play, so I kind of want to work my way through these games. Where I'm at with Odyssey right now is I am at a point now where there's no story for me to really experience, like uh, oh, main story. Yeah. Okay. Because the Call of Cosmos stuff is just stuff that I uncover clues to figure out who's who, and just like go kill him basically is the gist of it so that i can just bump you know put the game in you know play it for a little bit see who i'm trying to like hunt down so i can go like come and go with odyssey i think at this point now um if i don't ever go back to it i can just kind of look up the youtube videos for that stuff and see what happens because i am very curious but uh this game i is incredible i think it's the best assassin's creed game in the series i think cassandra is the best protagonist in the assassin creed series i think ubisoft really knocked it out of the park with this game and i actually started assassin's creed origins again because of it um i played a little bit of it last year i want to say but i don't remember what happened i only put like two hours in so i just deleted my thing and started over so uh, I started that and played maybe an hour of that and um, really excited to go through Egypt too. So uh, that's kind of the conundrum I'm in. I want to keep playing Odyssey, but I want to play Origins as well and all these other games. So I think I'm putting Odyssey on the back burner, playing Origins. I think I'll do it how you're doing Red Dead. Every couple of times I turn my Xbox on to play something. Yeah. Do that. Uh, and like I've been playing Kingdom Hearts 3. So that's uh, what I've been doing. What do you. Uh, Go ahead, transition into Kingdom Hearts. What do you think of <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3 so far? Oh, man, Dan. So I'll start off by saying I like it. I really do like it. Uh, it's a lot of, I think it's a lot of fun. I think the movement is pretty fluid, uh, and I think the hack and slash elements are 
good enough that it's not boring to play. Yeah. And those special abilities where you like toss Goofy under the ground and he explodes yeah. and you do like the meteor attacks with Donald. Yeah. Which Donald Duck being a character <laughs> that follows you is amazing. Yeah. Same with Goofy. That's kind of my hook to the game. Like even though I'm not really a Disney person, that's mm-hmm. kind of what's fun for me is is going into these Disney worlds and and ha- yeah. like you said having Goofy and and Donald Duck as your uh as your as your partner partners in your in your squad. So, I have a friend who I work with who's super super into this sort of game stuff. Um he's very intelligent with games, so I texted him asking him if he's played any of the games. He said not really. So I asked him if he knew any of the story and he said yes if I wanted the long or the short version. So he sent a short version video and said, don't worry, none of it makes sense, just enjoy the Disney. <laughs> okay, gotcha. So basically, I'm just enjoying the Disney, and I think I think the game is, I think it's fun. I'm enjoying it. Um, I don't, I've only played maybe two, like I'm at the end of the Hercules world. Like I just um, got to the save point on the top of, um, is it Mount Olympus? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just got there. I'm guessing that's the end of the Hercules level, at least. Yeah, yeah, there's... Yeah. You're, I'm getting, you're getting there. I'm guessing there's a boss fight, and then, like, I move on to the next area. That's kind of what the impression I was under. Um, the reason why I didn't play more of it is because I wanted to watch more Hi- My Hero Academia. So that's why I stopped. But that's where I'm at. It's really cool. I like the flow movement, uh, like, around pillars and stuff. I think that's pretty cool. Um, I think it's a good game. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm in the Toy Story place is which that, is awesome is that right after no no it's a couple couple places a couple areas further down but it, it opens up a little bit so you can kind of choose after after a little bit too oh really yeah now let me ask you dan do you have any idea what's going on in the story no i and i i pride myself on being able to understand stories and stuff and i only have just the vaguest idea of what's going on <laughs> did you watch is, that video i sent into the group chat no i haven't watched it yet i have have it saved i will watch it at some point so but. i watched that video and this guy is kind of a comedian a little bit with games so i watched it and i came away going how much of this was satire right how much of it was real i guess there was only one joke in there okay so i was like oh great so it makes absolutely no sense nice so that's my kingdom hearts uh talk and the i want to mention piranha plant with smash brothers real quick mm-hmm. i don't know if you've played them at all dan no not yet pretty good character um it's like a he's got a really cool moveset he's a very small character but he's also a heavy character too so you can't take you can't kill him pretty easily uh-huh. um got a lot of cool moves uh he was supposed to have a triple jump for his thing, but they actually got rid of it because it was too too overpowered. Oh, uh, okay. Um, he's pretty good in the air for being a piranha plant. Uh, I'm a big fan of the character. I think it's a really solid character, good acquisition. I know a lot of people were making fun of piranha plant being in the game, but I think good character. it's a good character. So, um, Nice. I'm excited for it's joker and then after that we don't know so i'm excited to see what they got got in store i'm gonna guess sora is gonna be one of the characters yeah that's 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 been a rumor i would guess sora is a safe bet for a character to be added okay that's what i think at least after that i have no idea uh-huh. okay but yeah that's it uh yeah i mean i played a little more kingdom hearts 3 but i've mostly played war groove um 
think that's everything. Feedback. Yeah, let's get into feedback. I wanted to use my phone for it, but since I can't seem to find my phone. Rot, raw, raggy. It, I don't know. I, it's down here somewhere. I just don't know where I put it. It's all right. All right. <laughs> we get a lot of feedback. Oh, I know there was one piece, but again, I didn't. Uh, I didn't let people know earlier in the week. Just one. So Idaho Jake is going to be our winner. Uh, he says, hey guys, I played the Anthem demo and single player was not much fun. I didn't like how for the story mode you had to have three other people with you. I think Destiny did it right and gave you the choice to do the story alone or with friends. I made my boys download it and play with me and that was a lot more fun. And playing with that made me think about getting it for us. I liked everything uh, except how you launch a mission and uh, you can't run at the home base. Also, the compass up top didn't really work at the home base a lot. A lot of the stuff like the forge wouldn't show up on it. Other than that, other than those things, I had a good time playing with my kids, and I had zero server problems. It ran great. Now for Game Pass, uh, Shadow of Tomb Raider is on it. I think I will re-download the first one and beat all three. Download Assassin's Creed Rogue so far is pretty good, and I definitely will play it more. Well, that's it for me, guys. Have a great night. So thanks, Jake. Yeah. Um, I wish I played the anthem at all. Yeah, I, I had meant to play it on Xbox, but I I've had a super busy week. I've got still a lot of computers to build. Yeah, uh, I've built building computers like like crazy. So business um, is booming. Business is booming. I've I've had a busy week, uh, busy weekend, so I didn't get a chance to play it. It's also kind of hard to play that type of game on Xbox. Because uh, I have to play it at night after the kids go to bed, and that's when my wife and I watch Game of Thrones or movies or whatever. Uh, movies now because we're watching Jurassic Park, but yeah. But I also wanted to try it with the Xbox and a controller to see how it played with the controller because I stink at shooters with the controller. But, get good. Yeah, get get good or uninstall. Get good, nub. So Jake is the winner. Let's. Call up the game giveaway list here. I've got to transfer this over to uh, Google Docs too. Google Docs. Someday. We'll get to it. Yeah. Like everything else, put it off. <laughs> Woo. All right. Jake is the winner. All right, Will. Number 25 is the first game. 25. Uh, Command and Conquer Red Alert 3 Uprising on Steam. There we go. 55. 55. Is Minion Masters. Minion Masters. Uh, 71. 71. Mythic Wonders, the Philosopher's Stone. <laughs> no, Jake, I didn't know they did a uh, Red Dead 2 episode. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't. So, so apparently South Park did a Red Dead 2 episode. 
I can only imagine what that's about. <laughs> uh, that's I should stuff. watch that. I that's should funny. Too. <laughs> 105. 105. Is Half Minute Hero the second coming? Uh, 148. 148 is Limbo. So your game choices are... Command and Conquer Red Alert 3 Uprising on Steam. Uh, 55. Mini Masters. 71. Mythic Wonders 3, The Philosopher's Stone. Half Minute Hero, The Second Coming. And Limbo. So let us know what you want, Jake. Um, I've got three games behind. I'll get, get everyone caught up. Hopefully tomorrow. Um. Next week's episode will be Wargroove. Um, there's no reason to back out of that unless, well, probably even if for whatever reason Will can't be on the episode, I'll probably just do it myself. <laughs> I'll, have, I'll, I'll have Val be on with me and talk about Wargroove myself. So we will be getting you a Wargroove episode. Wargroove will 100%. be next week. Well, we had a request, too, for it, so um, we'll definitely be talking about it. I'll have played Ooh, quite a bit more of it. Um, on Facebook. Very curious. Yeah, you, can, uh, you don't have to tell me on there. You can I think, do it after. Yeah. Well, I want to give the person credit. I think it was. It, I think it was Kyle. Okay. Uh, yeah, like I said, I want to give the person credit because. Uh, come on. Ask, ask, and you shall receive. Yeah. If Facebook wasn't such a butt, this would be loaded already. <laughs> Jake wants Val in the next dummies. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, it was Kyle Kyle Harris on Facebook. So Gotcha. All right. Yeah, so Wargroove next week. Uh, after that, maybe Kingdom Hearts. Uh, again, I'll have to I'll have to map out what, what our upcoming episodes are going to be because we have our 400th episode coming up soon, too. Uh, a couple of other games, so... Yeah, you'll be getting a Wargroove, a Kingdom Hearts, a Life is Strange, Episode 2, Episode 400, an Anthem. That's just off the top of my head. Yeah, maybe Crackdown, th- maybe Crackdown 3 because it's free on Game Pass. I might break down and buy a Far Cry New Dawn. Yep. I feel a like lot there's of... a... Jump Forest might be another one, too. I might break down. Yeah. So. so we have, we have uh, quite a few games coming up in the next few episodes, so. Yeah. Be busy. Yeah. All right. That'll do it for episode 394 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. And I'm Will. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement.